We often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Roz Kincaid. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? It's your girl, Roz, and welcome to another episode of Soul Healing Conversations. I really hope you guys are doing well today and just making the best of things. Lots going on, a lot of shifting, a lot of changing going on right now. Still, (laughs) still, there's a lot being revealed and a lot being uncovered. And based on my conversation with Wanika Dunn, who's an astrologer, there is much, much more to come of this shift and change. And, you know, you got to be aware. You got to be ready for it, y'all. And if if y'all not sure what I'm talking about, then go to my website, um, Go to, not to my website, but go to Facebook to my Facebook page and check out the live, um, actually the replay of the live video with Juanica. Um, if you also missed last week's episode, do check that out and you will know exactly what I'm talking about because the planets are talking. They're always talking. So real quick, I want to give a shout out to my international listeners in China, Mexico, New Zealand, Ireland, Russia. I've got some people in Saudi Arabia listening as well as the Netherlands and France. Uh, Last I checked, this show is about 200 away from 10,000 listeners, you guys. Let's keep it going. Keep listening. Keep sharing these episodes. I love the support. I love that you guys are listening from all over the country. So one more thing before we move on. Um, If you are a business owner and you want to get your business or an event that you're doing in front of these almost 10,000 listeners, then I have some advertising space and some sponsorship opportunities available. Uh, contact me at hello at hello at roskincaid.com or check out the media kit on my website at roskincaid.com forward slash soul dash healing dash conversations. I would love, love, love to partner with other businesses to help you guys expand your reach and grow your business because we're in this together. All right, y'all. I have another great conversation in store for you today. So ever since I got into energy healing and all of that and starting to explore uh, spirituality, I have been very drawn to crystals to help me manage um, and heal my own personal energy as well as I use it in my work. Um, Like many of you, crystals are not just rocks to me. And I know they're not just rocks to my guests. So to me, they're living beings. You know, they have power. They have the ability to protect and heal and and do all kinds of good stuff. They, you know, people use them to manifest all kinds of stuff. And that's part of what I'm going to be talking about today. So joining me in conversation is Crystal Ellis. Crystal is the owner of Beat Bird Watchers, Spiritual Stones in Alexandria, Virginia. Um, Crystal is going to tell us much more about it. But Beat Bird Watcher is an eco chic jewelry line consisting of healing crystals and gemstones. And her stuff is absolutely gorgeous. And it does not stay in stock long at all (laughs) so let's get into it so without any more delay welcome to the show crystal how you doing hey Roz, how are you thanks for having me i am nervous now (laughs) (laughs) yes that i I was surprised myself i'm like dang ten thousand already i got all these people listening but really girl this this is just me and you talking it it always (laughs) seems like just me and the other person talking it doesn't seem uh uh like everybody's listening until it actually you hear it on on the internet yourself, but I love that you um, were willing and available to be a guest on my show. Um, what y'all don't know is that me and Crystal actually met 
at a um at an expo at a um not a psychic expo but it was illuminate i think it was illuminate fairfax maybe what yeah. two years ago yeah was it two years or was it just this year COVID has me all confused no girl it was two years ago because <laughs> i remember we were in Chantilly somewhere somewhere but I remember looking across the the room and y'all mind you when Crystal and I go to these expos and and these fairs and stuff there are not a lot of brown people um out here doing this kind of stuff that we can see like we're on the internet and all of that stuff but it's just good to look across the room and see somebody that looks like you that's you know part of the community and and in the fight with you and I looked at Crystal and she looked at me we locked eyes and I was like yes yes I see you (laughs) so I had to make my way over to her table to meet her and and see what she had to offer I mean there's there were tons of other um uh, stone retailers and all that but it was something about crystal that drew me to her and she was always smiling and always happy to help people and i was like i'm gonna come back and see you because i got to go over here and work so <laughs> yeah, well, we friended each other i saw that you had a radio show and i was like oh i hope Miles invites me one day <laughs> <laughs> of course it, listen it was already in the plan it was already in plan and i'm so glad so let me let, let me ask you first of all how did you come up the Bee Bird Watcher? That is such a unique and such a cool name. How did you come up with the name Bee Bird Watcher for your jewelry line? So everyone who comes up who doesn't know the origins of the name believes it's like I'm a bird watcher. I am not. <laughs> and it is my family nickname. So my family calls me Biddles Bird Watcher. And oh, I've Lord. been Biddles for forever. And kind of never knew how uh, got the name. My uncle is um, the distributor of our nicknames, and I have a cousin named Groundhog. So I'm so so <laughs> glad it wasn't Groundhog. But, <laughs> so I'm Biddle's bird watcher. And when I started the company, I uh, asked him, "It's like, where did you get that name from?" And 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 he says, "Oh." Uh, episode of Beverly Hillbillies. And I almost died. I was like, I just LLC'd a company and literally it is an episode. Many of you guys who've watched Beverly Hillbillies Mm -hmm. can remember um, Mr. Drysdale in his office and his secretary comes in in a bird watching outfit. I am the official, you know, something of the Biddles Bird Watchers Club and that is how I got my nickname. Wait a minute. Did he have a hat with a bird on top of it? <laughs> yes. Girl, yes. <laughs> I remember. And no one ever believes me until I show it to them and I tell them all the time, it's my name. However, oh. it comes from a sitcom. Yo, way to parlay that into, into <laughs> something else. You, you know what I'm saying? L- listen, because I'm like, P bird watch. I'm like, does she watch birds? I thought the same thing. Like, she watching birds. Like, yeah, everybody's like, I'm into bird watching. I'm like, no, no, no. It's not. And, you know, most people know me as if you receive an email from me, you'll see Biddle. But no one knew the full name. And that's kind of what I wanted to do is just start something that was a little off, but kind of like still big part of me. And uh, even some of my friends, when I started my company, they thought I was selling jewelry for someone else because they had never heard of Bee Bird Watcher before. And I'm like, no, no, no. I make everything. I source everything. Wow. All me. I ship. I'm like a one man show. (laughs) Girl, you better get that work. (laughs) 
I love it. I love it. I love to see uh, women. I love to see entrepreneurs out here hustling and getting it and putting good stuff out there. And I, wow, I I never knew. I, girl, I didn't even think. I didn't even think of um, Beverly Hillbillies, but I know exactly who you're talking about, though. You mean to walk in that office with that bird wagging on top of his head? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. What an interesting story. So talk about a little. Tell me a little bit about. Like, I don't know if you were, were you in corporate America and then you kind of transitioned into doing your jewelry line? And then like, how did you even get into crystals or any of that stuff? Or how did you land here with the jewelry line? So it sort of blends both uh, my corporate life and uh, my spiritual life. It's, uh, I am still in my corporate job, which people are amazed because when they see me, out on the weekends doing like yoga events and holistic events. Like it, it's a whole setup mm-hmm. and people really think this is kind of all I do. But when, you know, Monday comes around, I'm back in my little, you know, suit cube at your desk yeah. <laughs> from the laptop. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. You know, I know. <laughs> so I, it, the journey started, Oh God, probably in my late twenties, I was at a events and I'm in sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was at an advanced selling course in Pasadena, California, and we were in a class and we were at the Sheraton in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. If you have any California people out there, they probably know where that's at. <laughs> and um, the Dalai Lama was actually staying at our hotel. What? What? Yeah. It's a beautiful story. So um, probably on the second day, one of the... Um, hotel staff, they came into the our room and they were like, hey, if you guys want to meet the Dalai Lama, he's about to come in now. So we all were like, heck yeah. So we all got up, went out and stood in the lobby and we all kind of formed like two lines. And I was standing, this is an odd story. I was standing next to Sharon Stone. I don't even know how I got up there. And he came in, he blessed her. He then he came to me and blessed me. And I was like, oh, my God, my Baptist mother would have a fit. And, and I really at that point only knew a little bit about the Dalai Lama. And so I came back and bought as many books as I could on his teachings and really kind of got into Buddhism Um and that has always sort of been there with me. My friends joke, they call me Bat Buddhist because I'm still Baptist. <laughs> and, um, and just practicing, um, being more mindful and being more aware um, in the ways of Buddhism. So <laughs> that was the, in the 20s story. So in my 30s, I ended up going to a uh, Oprah um, kind of like find your passion tour. I think I mm-hmm. can't even remember the name of that tour now, but mm-hmm. my friend dragged me there. I did not want to go. And <laughs> I mean, I did not want to go. And I was like, I'll go with you just because I'm your friend. Okay. So it was the most like life changing event just because uh, they talked about not living in fear. The eat, pray, love lady. I can't. Right. Um, I forgot her name too. Yeah. But, but I know you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And Ian all talked about. Yes, you know, I'm always like, I don't know about Yala. Oh, my God. She was so good. So (laughs) I Mm. uh, quietly, you know, and I wasn't really happy then. 
I was mm. in I was in a sales job that I really didn't like. I didn't mm-hmm. like I just didn't like my position in life. And I was like, this is me living in fear. Like I need to branch out and do things that make me happy. So <laughs> quietly as it was kept, I, I ended up, you know, thinking about what I love. And I love fashion, but I love, you know the metaphysical aspects of like gemstones and ended Mm -hmm. up trying to blend the two. And probably a month or so later, I went to like a gym show and, you know, I've always seen the gemstones there. Never. My girlfriend's like, don't buy it. Just buy a bracelet. Don't even worry about, you know, you're not going to get into this. Just Mm -hmm. just buy, just go to David Yerman or go wherever and get your jewelry. Yeah, so mm. I did not go with them, and I went and bought a couple of strands of beads. Well, God, thank God you didn't listen to the friend. Did not listen. <laughs> she would kill me if she heard this, but I think she knows the story now. <laughs> but uh, um, I ended up making a few bracelets that I, w- I was going to give for Christmas gifts. And, um, of course, I spoiled everything, so I showed my girlfriends a month ahead of time. I was like, look what I'm doing. They was like, oh, my God, it's so cute. And it, they really just pushed me to to think about, you know, actually selling them. But I, at that point, I was like, I was in a very giving. I was like, I'm going to just pay this for it. I'm going to make jewelry. If somebody comments, I'm going to give it to them. And um, then around the holiday season, someone was like, oh, no, I want to buy something. I'm like, no, 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 I don't sell. I don't sell. And ended up <laughs> selling two. And that's kind of how the the bebirdwatcher.com started. Um, And it's just been growing and growing ever since. So I launched on January 1st, 2016. And was it? Yeah, 16. And 15. It was 15, 2015. I'm celebrating. You've been going for what? what, uh, Yeah, it's been just, it's been a blessing just because it's for a while. Years have flown by and literally I pulled together a site. I did a little photo shoot, put gemstones on a website and pushed, you know, launch on January 1st and just sat there and like two hours, nothing. And I was like, okay. So I took a little nap and woke up and I really probably had 10 orders. It was amazing. And I just keep (laughs) thinking, Like, when is this going to end? I'm like, no, Mm-mm, this is it. This is the whole, you know, you know, coming to fruition, the whole not living in fear and doing something that you love to do. Y'all hear that? Y'all, y'all, do y'all hear the woman not living in fear, stepping out there and listen, I'm talking to me too. <laughs> Present company included, not being afraid to step out there, not listening to, listen, no disrespect to the friend, but not listening to the people that, you know, say, eh, no, don't do it. Ain't gonna, mm-mm, don't, don't, y'all don't listen to that. If there's something you want to do, just do it. Just, just do the damn thing. Yeah. Because look at what can happen. Right. Because every time I even feel a little bit of self-doubt, I always say the universe kicks me in my butt. Like it <laughs> won't let me every time I'm like, oh, my God, did I buy too many gemstones? I just spent a mortgage payment on gemstones and I'll come out and I'll have like a couple of sales. And I'm just like, no, the universe is telling you you found your stride and this is what you probably were put here to do. Yes, indeed. I listen. I I can attest to it. It's it's great stuff. Y'all have to y'all have to go check her stuff out. I you know what I can identify, and I'm sure a lot of other um people who are thinking of starting up some kind of business don't necessarily have to be in spiritualism or you know healing work, whatever the case may be. I mean, just hearing your story, a lot of people 
can identify with, especially now when people are pulling back their support of corporate companies and want to start to do stuff on their own. Like now is the time, y'all. Now is the time to do it. Um, I mean, y'all just heard Crystal. Uh, she, you know, she followed her intuition. She followed her gut. And even when she didn't want to do it, she did it anyway. And when even when she didn't want to, even when Crystal, you didn't see immediate results, the results came. Cause you, you know, yeah. you part, part of it, I believe is, you know, you, you believed in it. You, you held on to it. And now look. Yeah. And I always say it's the best kind of tired. So if anyone is out there thinking about starting a business, it's a lot of like late nights, but it's the best late nights. It's like, you know, you feel so accomplished. And then when you do get out and meet people like at expos, I love my clients. Like, <laughs> the one bad thing about COVID is that I can't give hugs. Like it is like a hug festival at my, <laughs> in my tape, on my table or my tent. But, um, and that's just part of it. I just don't want to be like out here just stringing together some beads. I want meaning behind the gemstones. I want to interpret those mm-hmm. meanings to my clients and have them, um, have the gemstone really be a part of their life, you know? Mm. Wow. Yeah. Meaning and and purpose behind your work. That's that's key. That's important. You know, that speaks to the quality of your work and and the quality of your products, too. I mean, so you talked about going to um, a gym show. Where else do you source your your gems? Where 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 have your travels taken you to find these (laughs) these holy rocks? (laughs) A couple of years into me uh, making jewelry, I was uh, planning a trip to Greece mm-hmm. and with a stop in Italy. And when I got to Greece, we vi- actually was, were we in Greece? I want to say we might've been in Montenegro. I think mm-hmm. we were in Montenegro mm-hmm. and um, we went to the Roman mosaics. Oh. And this is a place where from, I think like 500, uh, I don't know if it's BC, but they had all the ruins and like a lot of jewelry was buried there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this would be interesting if I could find, you know, little pieces um, to add to the jewelry from this trip. And that's kind of where it started. So from like now I incorporate trips into my schedule where I can go to different places and source either. A lot of times I'm sourcing some gemstones, but a lot of times I'm meeting, meeting artisans who can do a lot of like coins, mm-hmm. a lot of silver pieces for me. I have mm-hmm. a great jeweler in South Africa. I hope she's listening mm-hmm. um, that I met while I was in Joburg and we've actually formed a really great friendship. So a lot of times when I go to these places, I'll go to local markets and meet the artisans and, you know, talk to them. I'm like, you know, I do this in America. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm new over here. <laughs> I'm new either. Yeah, so it's, it's 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 a vibe once you get to like you know meet other people, especially mm-hmm. you know, taking trips and going into gemstone gemstone uh, stores and kind of meeting your people, whether it's in Italy or whether it's in Portugal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been to uh, Greece, Italy, South Africa was an awesome, awesome trip. I have wow. funny friends from South Africa. Um, Portugal. This year, I was supposed to go to Barcelona and hopefully Costa Rica. Costa Rica apparently has awesome gemstones. Really? So, yes. It's like little. Once you start talking to people, they'll they'll tell you like where to go in the world for gemstones. Oh. They're like, go to Costa Rica. I'm like, 
Okay. Mm. So, um, but I have my vendors who I, I buy from and, you know, they get a lot of stuff from like Brazil and Canada and Mexico. So, and China. So I, I have enjoyed traveling the world, picking up gemstones sometimes. Like I went to Portugal to support a friend of her business mm-hmm. and literally walked up onto a gemstone like store at 11 o'clock at night where, you know, Portugal is very much so everything kind of shuts down at seven. Oh, really? I didn't know. Girl, I'm listening. <laughs> I ain't know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking into the glass. I'm like, are you open? Are you open? And the guy just rang me in and it was like a match because I was able to create a whole kind of Portuguese, um, like a collection from Portugal with the like coins, antique coins I found at a marketplace and some of the gemstones I found there. So, so, so when you make your stuff, these are like for real, handmade, one of a kind, mm-hmm. unique. You walk around with it. Very few people are going to have on what you yeah. have on because Crystal has, she's been out in the streets, y'all, getting, <laughs> getting these crystals. I all the time. I just recently started doing like multiples of, of bracelets because oh. for probably four years, I only did one of a kind. Um, just because I wanted to make them special. And then I was getting like, I still like don't like making multiples of bracelets because I'm like, oh, I'm ready to add a new charm or I'm ready to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, and I'm super particular about my gemstones. And the one thing, you know, we when we are at like the holistic events, there are like every other table probably have mm-hmm. some type of gemstone bracelet. Right. And, you know, respect to them. I just, I am really particular about how I want my aesthetic to look. And um, I want it to be a piece of jewelry. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Crafty or with too, you know, way too much stuff on it. Right. Um, you so, want the piece to stand out on its own without a bunch of, bunch of added shit on it. Yeah. I'll say it for you. <laughs> <laughs> particular about like my stones too I just I don't blend a lot of stones you don't see me putting a lot of different stones together even you can there's no there's nothing wrong with that I just like to keep um a kind of monochromatic um feel to my stone so you'll have all black onyx or all rose quartz or all chalcedonia all you know yellow opal well, I was going to ask, well, I, you know, why is that? Do you is, is, do you feel like mixing the healing properties of the stones, they kind of conflict or are counterproductive no. to what, how people want to use it? What's, what's your thought process behind wanting to keep everything pretty, pretty consistent and monochromatic and using just one particular stone for a piece? Yeah, I, you can, I, you, I actually started mixing the stones when I first started. So I had different names for the um, mm-hmm different um, bracelets uh, when I mix the ones. And then it was just an aesthetic of mine that I just wanted it, you know, kind of monochromatic and just one stone. Um, and it took like, w- even with the chakra bracelets that are super popular, I just started doing chakra bracelets because a client kind of begged for the it. And I was like, well, I don't really do that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, please, will you and please? I, and I have. That's production. I actually like the what like I like them a little bit better now. <laughs> well, good, good. Well, you well, you know, I think that it, it resonates with a lot of people, and not that you know chakras and you know energy and all of that have been 
look, that ain't new. Y'all know this stuff ain't new. You know it's not new. But I think that people are starting to come into more of an awareness of, of their energy and more, oh, yeah. of, you know, chakras and how to, you know, keep all of that managed and, and keep high vibe and all of that stuff. And I think that it, it's attractive to people because I don't want to say it's basic, but it's a foundational. Oh, yeah. Totally. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's somewhere it's somewhere easy for people to start because if you can identify or uh, connect with um, knowing what your chakras are and then, you know, understanding, OK, what crystals can help balance and unblock all of those things, you know, all of those seven or eight chakras. Well, there are many chakras, but, you know, uh-huh. what, what can I use to 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 balance that kind of stuff? Because people energy ain't new it's popular but it ain't new and so i'm glad to hear that you're doing chakra bracelets i mean because mm-hmm. sometimes what you get over the internet just you get it and it's like mm, and i can just look at your stuff crystal and be like yeah that's 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 quality stuff it's just not yeah. a piece of plastic right. no shade to nobody else but i'm just saying there are some imposters out here everyone's braces because a lot of times when people buy a bracelet from me they're like oh do you want me to take another you know this one i'm like no keep it keep your braces on you know and and i have many friends who like i always say this is not new and i never created it i just have a certain aesthetic that i kind of like to stick with like for me i always put a charm or something and a lot of times people are like oh i don't want a charm i'm like look this is, <laughs> this is my lane. But, um, yeah, you don't want my line then. Mm. <laughs> no, but, you know, it was very important for me to learn about the chakras mm-hmm. you know, in the elements, um, you know, of meditation, Reiki, energy healing, all that, because a lot of times when people come, they're not just looking for like a bracelet. They're looking for something to change the energy that's happening with them, around them, draw in. And mm-hmm. as you know, like, you know, your seven chakras, energy flows clockwise and counterclockwise. Clockwise, the energy you are exuding out to the world. Mm. Counterclockwise is what you're pulling in. So a lot of times you really do have to read your stones right. Um, And I was like, I love an empath, an empathic person to come in because when they connect with the stone, it is like like their body just kind of like goes into like a... (gasps) Like, a, <laughs> like it wakes up. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting to see. And um, and certain stones for me do that because I never really thought I was empathic. Right. I, well, I was going to ask, mm-hmm. does it, is, that, is that like that for you when you come across stones? You kind of like your body jump? <laughs> it certain stones now. And for me, discovering a lot of different stones. And, and if you look on my site, there's a ton of different types of stones. But for me, it was the Herkimer diamond. And I just posted it to my Instagram. If you if you look, I cannot wear that stone if I'm around other people. It, here right now. I will have goosebumps all day long. I will feel everything they're feeling when they come in. And when you're doing a big event, that's just a lot. So I refuse to wear that around. But I'll, for events, I'll wear meteorite because mm-hmm. it really does ground you super well. Like I know a lot of people like um, Shungnite. Mm-hmm. I love meteorite just because it grounds me so well. So it just depends on the person. And I always say, like, you know, my my consultations, I call them at events, are truly that. It's a consultation. And we talk through what the person's going through, and then we find the right bracelet. I do not like people just to shop. You know, mm. like, oh, I want a pink stone, or I want this. I'm like, let's talk. Let's connect. Mm-hmm. Let's find out what it is you need and not what you want. Mm-hmm. 
that part. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that's interesting. Um, and I was going to get into it with you um, a little bit um, after the break about, you know, kind of what stones are good for what situations and what conditions. And I'm glad you mentioned grounding um, and meteorite and, and the contrast between um, the meteorite and the Herkimer diamond, because Herkimer diamond is highly vibrational, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Super. And so, yeah, you know, it's not always a good idea. Well, it's never a good idea to always be in a high vibration, but mm-hmm. you got to ground yourself. And so when we come back after this break, um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, some of these crystals. I wish we could do a show and tell, but we're on the radio. So when we come back, we'll continue our conversation. So you got to stay tuned. We'll be right back. <music> have a passion and from that passion you've created a business but how do you market and grow that business hi i'm emily of shine coaching and consulting i specialize in brand identity website design marketing consulting and business coaching i create a visual expression of my clients ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com be inspired be real be you The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-294. 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back to the show, everybody. You're listening to Soul Healing Conversations. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid. And if you'd like to work uh, with me one-on-one, or if I can support you in any, any way, um, feel free to connect with me again at rozkincaid.com or at hello at rozkincaid.com. 
I am here with my guest, Crystal Ellis, owner of Beadbird Watcher Spiritual Stones. And we were talking about healing crystals and Lord, all kinds of stuff, Beverly Hillbillies, chat, all kinds of stuff we ain't even talking about. <laughs> and so before the break, um, actually, before we get back into the conversation, Crystal, how can people connect with you after the show and, and let us know if you got any specials going on? Yes, you can find me on Facebook and it's at B Birdwatcher Spiritual Stones on Instagram at B Birdwatcher and it's B B I R D W A T C H E R. It's long. <laughs> B Birdwatcher.com. I mean, at B Birdwatcher on Instagram. Twitter is a little different. It's B underscore Birdwatcher. And I think that's it. Oh, and, and your website. My website. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would want to know what that right. is. <laughs> the website, which is um, <laughs> www.bbirdwatcher.com. And for your listeners, um, we have a discount code. It's SOUL10, S-O-U-L-10. And you're going to get 10% off through the month of June. We have free shipping. So you get 10% off plus free shipping. And the code actually will last through August, August 1st, well, until August, so August 1st. Nice. Awesome. Perfect. I'm also going to post your information on my social media outlets, too, so that people can grab up some of those beautiful pieces from you or just connect with you um, to find out what you're doing. Or, you know, if you have another because I know you do a lot of videos, too, to kind of show some of the pieces, some of the um. Mm-hmm. The raw pieces and just talk about some of their properties and stuff, which is extremely helpful for people who are just now getting into crystals. And, you know, also, y'all, it ain't too early for uh, the shop for Christmas gifts. And I know somebody's birthday is coming. I don't know who it is, but a nice bracelet from B Bird Watcher would be perfect. It don't have to I be know. big. But I, just had a, I just had a client today. It was like, I'm in a new relationship and I, <laughs> what kind Ooh. of bracelet? And he's this way. And I'm like, oh, Okay, let's talk. So <laughs> what'd you recommend? Well, we recommend, I told him no black onyx because black onyx is good, but it separates you from bothersome relationships. Like oh, that's really? what you want when you're dealing with a new relationship. <laughs> you want to cultivate. Yeah, it's good for like getting over stuff like grief and, you know, kind of sadness. Uh, but it helps too. So it pull, it's pulling out all that negativity, but it, and it's helping to foster a healthy self-ego. But you don't want to give that to someone. I suggested uh, either like a tiger's eye or a buffalo horn. Um, we ended up going with labradorite, though. So, <laughs> yeah. Power I love stuff. labradorite. I yeah. love it. It has that beautiful flash on it. And, oh, it's yeah. I love it. <sighs> and I got to really right before uh, right before we went into quarantine, I got the probably the prettiest labradorite I've ever gotten um, and it was expensive, but it, I mean, it is gorgeous. You can see all of the little blue flicks. Oh, about. man. Yeah, it's gorgeous. So you were talking about, um, before the break, you were talking about, um, you had mentioned Herkimer Diamond and how, how um, not re- I don't want to use the word repulsive, but that's the word that's coming up. But it was like so highly vibrational that it was like, I can't be around other people wearing yeah, this. It's called, yeah, it's called the attunement stone. So it mm-hmm. just kind of attunes you to like your feelings and um, just having that on around a lot of people affected me. Mm-hmm. You know, I think some people are able to wear it. I've, I've met a couple of clients that have it, um, you know, in a bracelet or in a mm-hmm. necklace. Um, and they can wear it all the time. 
I, I think because my piece is so large, mm-hmm. it's, it's a little hard for me to wear. Yeah. And so with all of the angst and uproar and, you know, all of what's going on with um, Black Lives Matter movement and, you know, the, you know, murder of, you know, our people in our community and just, you know, cop reform and mm-hmm. pandemic. I mean, it's a lot going on. What what stones um, can you suggest for people to kind of bring it in, bring it down, have some calm, have some peace and come back into your body and not be so um, affected by by all of what's going on in society right now? What's good right now? So it's kind of interesting when we first started going into um, quarantine, I was getting a lot of requests for stones for anxiety. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those stones the probably the most common one you guys have heard of before is amethyst mm-hmm. and amethyst is a good stress reliever. So for people who didn't have that in their collection or if they had it in their collection, I was telling them to definitely like wear it full time at that mm-hmm. point. Um, there's some other really cool stones that I had at the beginning of quarantine. And of course, when I listed them as a great kind of, uh, stone for relieving tension or anxiety, they kind of flew off. So mm-hmm. with light, it actually is a really cool stone because it has a little lithium in the Yeah, stone. I have some of that. Um, so I usually suggest that for people who are dealing with or have a little bit of uh, ADHD or a little bit of anxiety. Um, I usually suggest it for that. But of course, during this time, everyone had a uh, like increased anxiety. So that really went quickly. And also blue lace agate is mm-hmm. called the comfort stone. And it's a very light pale blue. It's a very comforting um, yeah, agates. I, I think, I, and correct me if I'm wrong. And I'm, I'm no expert. I'm still learning all of this stuff too. You know, as I go along. But I, I don't. I believe aren't agates in in general. They're pretty. Um, they're not that intense of stones. Uh, those are the stones that have like the white um, banding in them. Mm-hmm. They come in all different. Um, yes, they, they, I mean agates are a huge class, almost as large as quartz, mm-hmm. and if not larger. But they're very, people don't think of them as being a protective stone, but it is definitely a stone I think everyone should have in their collection. Some piece, either a Laguna agate or a moss agate. Mm-hmm. Actually, moss agate is the strongest of the agates. Oh, um, really? Technically, not really known as a high vibration stone, but moss agate, if you find a piece of it, has probably the highest vibration of all of the agates. But... um it definitely is a protective stone. So it helps with like, I always tell people like if you have anyone that has energy drains or tends to kind of burn out either an agate or a Jasper. And <laughs> Listen, I wish you could see me right now. Cause I got my hand waving in the air. <laughs> like you just don't care. Cause I'm like, yeah, that, that's me. I need yeah. to pull out my agate. <laughs> and the agates don't really change your emotions. They just help with your level of acceptance of mm. your emotions. Um, so it's considered powerful because it gives us a lot of strength, but it, it, it gives us that strength to kind of carry on to help. So, so you won't have those energy drains. You won't stress out so much. Yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot of people, a lot of us haven't gone back into the office and a lot of uh, companies, um, including, 
um, the federal government are slowly starting to enter into phase one Mm -hmm. and just being at home. I can understand, you know, being at home and still having to be on eight, nine, 10 hours a day, it can get you pretty wound up and ramped up. And it's it's good to hear that, you know, there is a, a, a stone with properties out there that can really help bring you to a place of acceptance and kind of unwind some of that stuff too, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's funny, like the stones I've been choosing to wear because it's like totally uh, different stones than what I usually put on. Mm-hmm. So like I've been wearing a lot of strawberry quartz. I've been wearing a, I've been wearing a lot of quartz in general. Um, and I keep a lot of like pink opal on a lot of yellow opal. Mm-hmm. Um, they have kind of lower vibrations, but they have very peaceful auras. Oh, and wow. I feel like going out, <laughs> you need that level of kind of peace around you. Yeah. Everybody's all twisted up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to ask you something about um, meditation. I had a question on the tip of my tongue, but um, anyway, so if people want to, cause I saw, I believe, I don't know if you posted it today on Instagram, but I believe it might've been today. It might've been yesterday, but you had posted a piece of uh, a jewelry piece with a pyrite in it. And my understanding of pyrite, which looks like fool's gold, looks kind of <laughs> goldish. Um, I've been using that, or I have used it uh, before to manifest money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can you talk to us a little bit more about pyrite? Because everybody wants yeah. their coins. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are a lot of stones for like abundance. Mm-hmm. So uh, most times when people come and they're talking about they want abundance. They're looking for probably like avaturine. They're mm-hmm. looking for definitely, definitely citrine because citrine is like the merchant stone and it's supposed to kind of like um, help you build wealth. Mm. And then they also sort of, they look for, oh my God, jade. Good Lord, I almost saw it. Jade. So- oh yeah, green, green for the money, jade. Yes. Mm-hmm. So basically, like pyrite, um, because, you know, all the stones are from the earth, but it definitely draws a lot of energy through the earth. It's it's really there to kind of cleanse, like, the environment around it. So Mm. it kind of helps you from attacks, either physical or emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely in that second or third chakra so the first three chakras of your body those are the physical chakras right connected most to the earth right yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and uh pyrite is definitely in like the second and third chakra realm so um that's that it, manifesting energy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so it kind of is a protector but it also um creates kind of defensive shield around those like pollutants and attacks that might come to you um i used to have a um a shungite bracelet because Ooh. i'm around a lot of technology i'm you know at work i've got the laptop i got the lights going i mean i've got you know two screens all Ooh. kinds of stuff, the phone all, a lot of you know technology and a lot of that electromagnetic energy around me and i used to wear um shungite i, I say used to because it broke and so my question is when a piece of jewelry breaks or a crystal drops and breaks or anything like that, 
does that have any effect on the the strength or the vibration uh, or the properties of the stone? Like, can you still salvage those or do you just like throw it in a box and forget about it? So a lot of people have like different thoughts on it. Mm. Um, A lot of times they say like, if you've been wearing it a lot and it breaks, um, it means that it's done working for you. Oh, okay. Um, A lot of times if you like kind of lose it immediately (laughs) upon getting it, it wasn't meant for you. Um, However, I do think that like you really have to have um, and not to say mine don't break, but like, I think you have, like, I've done so much research on like the stringing of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's one of my like pet peeves is that if a gemstone breaks just because of craftsmanship. So I think, you know, mostly if, if it does kind of break and, you know, l- look at how you're feeling. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times it is because it's done working for you. Mm-hmm. And I too also think something going back to something that you said, I also think that it's important. I like that you do this, that you consult with people. You have a consult with people and really tap into what it is is going on with them and, you know, why they feel like they need a certain particular stone. So that whole idea of you lose it quickly, what it meant for you, I, I, I buy into that. I mean, because not every not every crystal, not every gemstone or healing stone is is right for your vibration. That's mm-hmm. why a lot of times when you go into these um, crystal stores like Healing Crystals out in Dulles or um, Terra Crystal out in um, Vienna, you got to go in there and kind of stand around and feel the energy. And if something, listen, if something not feeling right or if something is feeling right, you got to pay attention to that kind of stuff. And you don't necessarily have to, I don't, I don't believe you necessarily have to be empathic, but you know when something feels good, you know when something doesn't feel feel good. And so let that lead you when you're selecting your stones. I definitely like to, it's just almost like picking out a pendulum. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> go stand in front of that joint and see what happens when, you, you know, if it moves, if it doesn't move. Like, just same thing. Does the energy make you jump? How do you, how does the energy feel? If it's too powerful, if it's not enough, or if it's gentle. That, I, I, I like that you do these consults and you just don't entertain just shoppers, you know? Yeah, I just, I, and when I do non holistic events, mm-hmm. it, it's interesting to come across people who have never, thought about crystals and, you know, either crystal jewelry other than for fashion. Right. And then when you start talking to them about it, <laughs> it's amazing that eat, like some stuff they have maybe have on already. Mm-hmm. They never realized like how it was connected with them. So wow. yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I feel <laughs> I was going to say, I lost some friends when I started doing this. When I started talking about the metaphysical properties really of, of the gemstone oh yeah great I, I don't know so i'm simply saying really i ain't surprised look because <laughs> you know that's what that's what that stuff is meant to do you know yes. that metaphysical properties and crystals that stuff also is meant to flush out what what is not of your highest good and what you don't need and what's not of your benefit so i ain't surprised right and they i mean a lot of times people don't realize like gemstones are in both the Old Testament and in the New Testament of the Bible. So if you want to like talk about, you know, there's all, like I always have conversations on like, hey, I'm, I'm a Christian. Like 
I don't know if I should be like, you know, wearing this stuff or understanding it. It's like, yes, I love, like, give me a little baby Jesus and a little Old Testament, a little New Testament. Breaking some gemstones in there too. Let me holler at me about, holler at yeah. me about those courts. <laughs> like, y'all do know uh, stones were in the Bible and existed before <laughs> they even was a Bible. So, mm-hmm. art. And God even gave, um, I, th- I think it was in the book of, I know a lot of the stones are in Revelations. Oh, but, really? Yeah. But actually, God gave Emerald to, I don't know. Oh, that's right. It's, mm-hmm. it's been a long time. But <laughs> somebody put on like a robe and it had all of these gemstones There's and crystals in it. Gemstones of heaven. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so a lot of those are agate, the amethyst, mm. um, Emerald, of course. And there's sapphire is called the holy stone um, uh, because it is probably, you know, a lot of people think diamond is like the pinnacle of like gemstones like no 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 like sometimes there are other stones like sapphire is considered a holy stone wow emerald has you know awesome properties and you know you just have to know about know about each one (laughs) so this is what i was gonna ask you so why do you think what is your thought on why crystals why we're so connected to crystals and why the energy of crystals um, affects us so much and, you know, has such an effect on us and, and why it can be used to to manage, shift and change or heal energy. What's, what are your thoughts on why that is? Or what has your, your research and education told you about it? I think it's uh, you grow into it. Mm-hmm. You have to be open to kind of understanding and that a lot of times people put up blocks like, you know, they'll go support you know, something that's not very, you know, maybe like superficial and be okay with that. But if someone comes to them talking about like the powers of, you know, Rose Quartz, they're like, no, don't. <laughs> you know, I actually, I am a lover of podcasts and, and I love this one podcast called, oh my God, now I can't think of the name, but it basically, <laughs> um, and probably I shouldn't put the name out there, but they basically had a podcast and series too just about the wellness industry mm-hmm. and and it really did talk about how the author of the podcast thought there was a lot of sham going on like oh really yeah she until at the end she goes to an energy a reiki place and actually like really feels the energy However, like she kind of downplayed crystals, just calling them rocks. And how can you believe in a rock? And, you know, it really did hurt my feelings because in season one of the podcast, I loved what the investigative stuff she was doing. And, you know, for me, I feel like you have to kind of grow and understand and be around a lot of gemstones for you to really understand, you know, the power of them. Do your research. It's not just a rock. You know, mm-hmm. and if you think about it, the history of gemstones, they've been used in like soldiers, you know, uh, breastplates for protection. Oh, wow. And, you know, the a lot of the names for gemstones come from the Greek mm. and like amethyst. Amethyst means undrunken because uh, they thought that if they had took amethyst with them while they drank, they would stay sober. Therefore, you translate to today's terms, you know. <laughs> yeah, sober up. <laughs> right. And it's like a- anti-anxiety, anti-stress reliever. 
Now, uh, look, y'all, that don't mean go get a piece <laughs> of amethyst, tuck it in your bra or your pocket or whatever, and go out here and get hammered. Right. That's what that means. Stop playing. This means I'm drunk now. But yeah, I think it takes time because, like, when I first started, you know, it was all about, like, I knew. I knew gemstones and I knew like which ones I liked and high quality ones. But until you really get into when I went into like the chakra clearing class and Mm -hmm. everything, it's just like you really start to um, feel their vibrations and understand and then seeing people with them really, really changed how I saw them. And, you know, and I think, Nowadays, I, I like a lot of people now med- doing a lot of meditation mm-hmm. and, you know, I make a lot of malas and they, I can't keep them stocked really just you because. Do, oh, you make malas? I don't do them a whole lot. So when I do do them, they usually sell. But um, yeah, I, it just, it's one of those things that kind of go hand in hand, like your meditation with like your gemstones. When I was in, and it goes back to different cultures. When I was in Greece. Mm-hmm. I kept seeing these like older guys sitting outside of the stores and they had things called worry beads. Mm-hmm. And it was basically larger than a bracelet, shorter than a necklace. And they would go around and meditate with these worry beads. Ooh. And so I was like, okay, how can I change? <laughs> so I ended up making like bracelets that are um, with a large guru bead, which you can um, pull down and then you can go around and do a short meditation. Girl. So I don't have them on the site right now. They will be coming back. Though. I, I, I bet you they will. <laughs> I, I feel it coming. You might want to do a whole line, sis. <laughs> I can see it in my head right now. Mm-hmm. Prayer beads. <laughs> wow. um, I, when you said meditation, I immediately thought of uh, clear quartz. Mm-hmm. Now, I keep a piece of um, rock. Well, I don't know. It, no, it's cut. It's, it's like a point. Okay. I keep it on my bedside and I swear to you, I kid you not, every night I go to bed, I'm dreaming, my, like my dreams are super vivid. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if if that is attributed to the clear quartz or me having uh, eaten pork or whatever, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I tend to want to uh, gravitate to clear quartz to mm-hmm. to give me clarity of sight and thought. I mean, I, what what are your thoughts on that? Well, clear course is connected with your crown chakra. So that's why your thoughts are coming through like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a universal healer. So whatever is how I always tell people, if you don't know what stone is really resonating with you, go to like a clear course because that's a master healer. So whatever you need worked on is going to get done. Right. Um, but yeah, quartz is just a master healer. It's been called the universal crystal. So um, just because it has so many uses, so it kind of enhances it absorbs, it stores, it amplifies, mm-hmm. balances, it transmits, helps you with focus. So all kind of good stuff. All kind of good stuff. Yep. That's awesome. Man, we're almost we are out of time and I wish we had more time because I've got so many other questions about crystals. <laughs> but unfortunately, we gotta go, y'all. We gotta go. So Crystal, I wanna thank you so much for being my guest and having this conversation with me today. I absolutely love your jewelry line and I enjoy your live videos to teach us about crystals and healing. It was a great conversation today, ma'am. Well done. (laughs) Thank you. And I also want to say a thank you to all my listeners for letting me be a part of your day. 
Thank you for letting me be a part of your journey. You guys keep listening. Tell somebody about the show. Until next time, y'all be safe. For real. Be safe. Get you one of these protective stones to keep you safe if you need one. So there's a lot going on. Mind your business. Mind your family. You guys take care. Bye, y'all. Thank you again for listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Please join Roz Kincaid again for another program next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week.